Mayor Fertig is in studio. A pleasure to welcome him. He is, of course, the Chief Communications Officer at the American Committee for Charitetic Medical Center in Jerusalem. Mayor Fertig, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Good morning. How are you? Baruch Hashem. I think the last time you were in this studio, if I recall correctly... You frightened me. Yes, we were yeah. we were planning on uh, on what would happen in Israel <laughs> during the recording of the Kosher Halftime Show. At that time, I brought up something that uh, we call a paint fight, you re- might remember. I sure do. And now tens of thousands, quite obviously, just based on the numbers online, have seen what we were talking about, uh, a paint fight that went on at the hospital. Likely, likely the only hospital on planet Earth that would allow Mayor Kay and some of the uh, patients and kids in the community to come in and have some fun with paint. Wouldn't you agree? I think you're probably correct. Yeah, there's probably and, no other hospital. And it was amazing. It's certainly certainly one of the most fantastic uh, one of the most fantastic video productions I've ever witnessed been a part of and that paint fight production just no words. And I think one of the reasons <laughs> you say it's one of the best productions is because of the circumstances. We were in a working hospital. Yeah, it was great. And not everybody was thrilled with the noise level of the concert that was going on. If anybody who sees the video, and right. now I hope more and more people will go check it That's out, right. just search Kosher Halftime Show 2018. Anybody who sees the video will see that it's really four different music videos right. in one. So in one, you can imagine, because it was a musical performance, some of the doctors weren't that thrilled. The paint fight, obviously, some people weren't thrilled, well, there was- especially when the emergency room would not allow <laughs> Mayor Kay to go in to shower off. <laughs> All the paint that was on him, which was interesting. So the the, the person who was taken aback by the um, by the paint fight right. as it was gearing up right. is actually somebody I already knew from the hospital. She's a nurse, right. and she was cool with it in the end. Nice. And she's actually somebody who I'm in touch with on Facebook, and we interact all the time. So that she was cool with it, and I, I know she saw the finished product. And uh, it was the pediatric emergency room right next right. to where we were. And, um, yeah, they, they didn't love the idea of Mayor coming in to, uh, to hose himself off. L- luckily, there was a utility closet down, right. down the hall, and he, uh, he went in there. That was, and lucky we figured out a way to get him to the Inbal Hotel, yeah, I where still, the cleanup process continues. I still can't believe the Inbal actually... I can't even believe a cab let him sit into the, get into the no, car. No, they wouldn't. That's why we drove him. Oh, you drove yeah, him? we had oh, no I choice. See. So you, what, you like wrapped him in vinyl yeah, and put him on we, the roof? We wrapped him in blankets. Unreal. Not on the roof, in the back seat. Oh, but 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 you couldn't get him into a cab. I think that would. Right. I don't think any cab you would have. Uh, so I was thinking. I was sure that he was going to get turned away at the lobby of the inbox. Right. Yeah, and he wasn't. In yeah. fact, in fact, he made a joke, which I don't think we have on video, yeah. where he tried to embrace the security guard <laughs> at the inbox outside, who who let him in but would not go for the embrace in the condition that he was in. No hugs. Anyway, it was very cool, and um, and and we. It was funny because we were called in for a. I guess what we would call a big thank you from the upper staff of, right. of the hospital, and that was before the video was released. Right. And I said to uh, Professor Dr. Halevi, I said, you might want to wait until, until the video the is released video. before you actually thank us. So you see what went on here. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, the, the, the Hashkacha Pratis part of this was how you alluded to the, uh, the live concert portion right. of, the, uh, of the production, and there were some doctors who were not, happy about what was going they on. They felt the noise level was inappropriate they, they for They thought a it was a little high and uh, you know there is uh there is a day a day hospital unit right. right adjacent to where we were. And finally some people with some serious juice there 
ran out of patience. Wow. And they called to Professor Halevi's office and they said, you need to shut this down now. And Uri Schwartz, who had been, was wonderful, like great was liaison, running right? interference for right. us the whole time, right. um, finally was coming down to tell me, we have to be done. Oh, boy. And just then, we had just finished the last <laughs> shot of that scene. And oh, and not only did we finish the last shot of that scene, but you did the wrap up in one take. Correct, which was a miracle. One take. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, I'll tell you, God is the ultimate producer. It was huh? Unbelievable. Mayor Ferdig's here, Chief Communications Officer, American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. And I remind you that the Women's Division Luncheon is coming up on May first. It happens Tuesday, May first, at the Pierre Hotel in New York City on the Upper. Eastside, Professor Alan Dershowitz, who certainly has been a newsmaker for a variety of reasons recently, is the keynote speaker for the event. Yep. Reservations at ACSZ. That's American Committee for Shari Tzedek. ACS, that's your water, by the way. Oh, ACSZ.org slash WD Luncheon. That's ACSZ.org slash WD Luncheon for Women's Division Luncheon. Uh, check it out. It's uh, Alan Dershowitz. It's the Pierre Hotel. It's Tuesday, May the 1st in New York City, and um, uh, everyone get ready for a great event. And uh, what more can we say other than encouraging the people out there to make reservations? Absolutely. And as you said, Professor Dershowitz has been right. in the news all over the place lately. He's been on probably every channel, and his uh, his views have been sought, right. um, as they have been sought by the White House. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only other thing I would add about the, about the luncheon, which should be very nice, uh, if a little bit more commonplace than Professor Dershowitz coming to speak, is that there will also be some remarks by uh, family members of people who, whose lives have been saved at the hospital in the last couple of years. Wow. In the last year or so, actually, year and a half, uh, Americans, um, and I'm not sure about all the cases, but at least one or two of them, uh, people whose uh, main home is in the United States and who were in Israel when they encountered a medical emergency. So uh, those, those should be nice as well. All right, so that's happening, and we should and we should uh, emphasize. I think, unless I'm wrong, mm -hmm. men and women are invited. Oh, right? of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. women's division. Want to make yeah, sure yeah. that people don't think it's an exclusively yeah. ladies' event. Everyone's Correct. invited. Yeah, everybody's to come and invited. Enjoy. Absolutely. Women's division luncheon Tuesday, May first, for the American Committee for Shared Static Medical Center in Jerusalem. Again, it's Professor Alan Dershowitz keynoting. Reservations acsz.org slash wd luncheon. Uh, also. You made me aware of the fact, and I'll read from the Jerusalem Post if you don't mind, a new medical procedure using nano eye drops could, have, could help millions by providing a simple alternative to laser correction, glasses, and contact lenses, according to a recent study by Israeli researchers. The three-step method is designed to address short-sightedness, long-sightedness, I guess that's what they call far and near-sightedness yeah. mm -hmm. in Israel, and cornea defection, some of the most common I conditions, say scientists who carried out these trials at Bar-Ilan University. Now, how is this related to Shari Tzedek? Well, the, uh, the person who is behind this is Dr. David uh, Smadia, and he is uh, part of this team of researchers who are also affiliated with Bar-Ilan, and he right. works at Shari Tzedek. He's right. the head of the refractive surgery department, and uh, this, is, uh, this is testing that's being done. This is developing that's being done at Shari Tzedek. Do, uh, does the industry, the ophthalmological industry, do they know that <laughs> they may be facing the end to laser surgery, <laughs> to corrective lenses, to the stuff that we wear in order to see better? So I could only say that uh, this has gotten so much publicity in the last couple of weeks 
that if they missed it, they really need to step up their social media game. So they do know about they, it at they, this point. Yeah, absolutely. Although, look, this is this is not happening tomorrow night. This right. is uh, this is going to take a, a couple of years. Stamp testing is supposed to start early in 2019. Um, obviously, this is something that's going to be uh, developed very carefully. Look, you know, I could tell you it mentions uh, that it, this could be uh, you know the next generation or the next step past laser surgery. I remember when laser surgery, laser eye correction was first coming out. Mm-hmm. I was a producer at WCBS, and an anchor I worked with then uh, was a pilot, it is a pilot right. in his spare time. And we um, interviewed, I can't remember his name right now, but the guy, he's a local in New Jersey, local uh, eye specialist who was like the guy in the United States who was developing this and who was involved in testing, and he was the first guy to get behind it. And we had him on the air, and it was fascinating. But... Um, this this person who interviewed him, who obviously used his eyes for even more than what the rest of us do, you know, he was a pilot. Sure. He said, yeah, let me know when they do a million of them, and then I'll do it. Well, guess what? A couple of years back, he posted, <laughs> he posted that he just had it done. And I remembered that conversation from a long time ago, and I said, wow, I guess they must have done a million of them because he did it. So the point is it's going to take – it'll take some time, I'm sure, before some people have um, confidence – You know, before the physicians behind it have right. confidence to put it out there. It'll have to get FDA approval. Right. It'll have to – you know, that, the only all thing that sort I'll of say stuff. is that in this case, you know, it's eye drops. It's not nearly as serious a procedure, so Correct. to speak, as, uh, as a surgical procedure. So. I, I, we're all very, hopefully very careful with our eyes. Yeah. Look, this is amazing. This is going to change the world. If this is what, if this is what they hope it is, it's, it's going to change the world. Um, will it wipe out the eyeglass industry in our lifetime? I don't know. Who knows, but it's right? certainly interesting. Dr. David Smadja gets the shout-out. He is the uh, director of Refactive of the Refractive Surgery Department at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Also, uh, we've been, um, it came to our attention that Shari Tzedek is working to help Holocaust survivors by alerting them to rights and benefits to which they are entitled and how to take advantage of them. Now, I would think that Holocaust survivors, especially because of their age, quite obviously, mm-hmm. are entitled to, I would guess, the highest level of medical benefits in Israel. Wouldn't they know about it at this point? You would think. Right. You would think that. But at the same time, we've heard so much about poverty among Holocaust right. survivors, not only in Eastern Europe, but even in Israel. Right. We've heard a lot about that, unfortunately, and it's heartbreaking. There are certain benefits that are available to Holocaust survivors in, in the realm of health care. Free medications, uh, nursing care at home, things like that after hospitalizations. And apparently a lot of people don't know about it. So there's a government organization in Israel um, called Yechidat um, Segula, something like that. And they came to Shari Tzedek really first. Shari Tzedek was one of the first uh, places to start working with them on this. This is actually something that's been gearing up for a couple of years, but uh, it came to our attention before Yom, ha- Yom HaShoah the other day. And what they're doing at Shari Tzedek is every time somebody who may fit into that age category is registered, um, their, their, uh, their information is sent to volunteers who were based in the hospital mm. who then follow up with these people in person, find out if they're a survivor, and if they are, make sure that they know about these benefits. Now, you pointed out, it's, you'd, you'd think that right. people Especially would know about of their this age, stuff. Right. There are five to ten survivors every day who they find who are eligible 
and not taking, and advantage, not of taking advantage of these benefits. And you know what else? That's amazing. But also you have to keep in mind, many of these survivors do not have children or grandchildren, and right. if they do, they may not be in the same right. area or right. taking care of the of their elderly relative on a regular basis, and they themselves may not be aware of it. Right. The next generation doesn't necessarily have to be aware it's, of this. It's really heartbreaking to think about, but uh, luckily they are um, they are doing something about it, and Chariot Sedek is very involved in this, and uh, they, they've they've provided, essentially provided, this assistance that so many people didn't know about. There was one volunteer who, who talked about it. He, he told uh, our, one, of our, one of my colleagues at the hospital, um, Dahlia, who, uh, he said uh, that moment when you're sitting and talking with a patient and they realize they can have extra assistance is incredible. That it's wonderful to see how relieved they are and how these benefits can really help them because there are so many people living in you know, really reduced circumstances. You know, it's interesting. You sit there, and, and we had the chance to obviously just roam the halls for a couple of days uh, right. in uh, at the end of January because of the kosher halftime show. Mm-hmm. And you see how many people are in difficult situations. You know, pe- people yeah. always say it's a good idea to visit a hospital once in a while. Yeah. People are in really difficult situations, and as you just pointed out, not always just medical, but but financial as well. And this is Correct. a golden opportunity to help those Correct. who obviously gave everything to uh, you. Yeah, and and people who are in firsthand contact with people providing care also, you know, see this stuff. You know, right. you, you'll meet people who are afraid to seek medical care because they're afraid of what the bill's going to be, and they don't know how they're going to pay it. I mean, I we I know I years ago from my you know. Contact with Hatsala back in Elizabeth. I mean, we we saw that. I mean, obviously Hatsala is free, but people who wouldn't want to go to the hospital, they were afraid about their insurance status, things like that. I mean, this and it's obviously all the more so in Israel. Unbelievable. All right, there you have it. Some of the things going on at Charit Sedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Um, they have recovered from our visit back in January. Thank God. If you have not seen <laughs> the kosher halftime show, and on the assumption, of course. That you will uh, watch a music video privately during Sphere S. Omer. You can go to right. Kosher Halftime Show. It's not live. 28, correct. But yeah. <laughs> go tell this audience that. Uh, Kosher Halftime Show 2018. Kosher Halftime Show 2018. And you'll see all the things that we've been referring to in all these conversations that we've had on the air, both with my staff and, of course, uh, with Mayor, who's not only on our staff, but is, of course, with the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. And a lot of these uh, inside jokes and references that we've been making over these last couple of months will become more and more evident to you. Uh, plus, uh, don't forget May the 1st. Uh, we'd like everyone out there to remember that Professor Alan Dershowitz is the keynote speaker at the Women's Division Luncheon for the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. It's happening at the Pierre, beautiful hotel in New York City on the Upper East Side on the 1st of May. It's the Women's Division Luncheon. All are invited, as I pointed out. Both men and women, ironically enough, are invited to the Women's Division Luncheon. (laughs) And for information about that and to make reservations, go to acsz.org for American Committee for Shari Shari Tzedek, acsz.org slash WD Luncheon. That's Women's Division Luncheon, acsz.org slash WD luncheon mayor Ferdig, anything else you'd like to add sir uh just that we uh continue to enjoy and value our partnership with Thank the you very much. network it's something that we are uh, very proud it's of. the most fun part and of your job it, it might be actually no i, I have to truth is a lot of fun parts of my job but uh it, it's something that we value a lot and we're glad to glad that we have that so thank you 
Appreciate that very much. We're already already starting to think what other yeah. crazy, crazy projects we can involve you in. I, I don't know how we top. I mean, I'm I sure know. you're going to come up with something. I don't know. I don't know how you top it's, the it's a challenge. Uh, that last year's halftime show. It is a challenge. We'll see what now, happens. How many do you have? A like a, how many tens of thousands of people have seen that already? It's it's got to be approaching a hundred thousand. Well, it is approaching a hundred thousand. It, it would take uh, as we learned from my yeah. brilliant staff, and I say that uh, you know seriously. I'm yeah. not. Uh, I'm not, um, You're not being sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm just trying to search for this as you ask or as I talk. Um, the <clears throat> the primary way in 2018 that people watch these videos is on Facebook, right? As opposed to some of the methods that we've uh, used in the past. Right. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, he did well with us, didn't he? Yeah. And according to this, <laughs> just the Facebook. Um, video. Yeah, and there are other ways. And there are other yeah. methods, YouTube obviously being one of them. I think YouTube's over 10,000. Anyway, Facebook's yeah. up to 42,000. Wow. So Facebook's at 42, and with all the other methods, mm-hmm. I think we are already, over, well, we're for sure over 50. Right. It's been embedded in different places. Correct. Also. And I would love, I would love to get it uh, to 100,000. That's why I keep encouraging people if they haven't seen it or if they feel their children haven't watched it enough, right. go back and keep watching it because it's very entertaining. So, it's so funny. And it has a long shelf life. We've always joked, only half-jokingly in this in this studio, right. that the Coaster Halftime Show normally has a shelf life of about 18 hours. Right. No, but this doesn't. <laughs> this this does absolutely not. does not. This is one that people will be watching all through the year. So yeah. enjoy it and uh, keep spreading it around and feel free to share it. Uh, with everybody that you will share things with. Um, thank you, Mayor Furtick. Thank you, Nachum Siegel. Mayor is the Chief Communications Officer of the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Always great when he visits, and always great to get an update from our friends at Shari Tzedek. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.